Uh, yeah, and we've all made some mistakes, but we're back here. Uh, if you're hearing our voice, it's this meets that. Yeah, it's going really well so far. It's this meets that. Uh, you're back. We're back. Part two. Yeah, yeah, we're all back for part two of Alien Warfare. How lucky are we? The warfare continues. Um, were we? <laughs> yeah, even warfarier. It's, it's getting. Oh, yeah. yeah it's getting... We're actually, we're, we're just about to meet the aliens, Russ. That's where we're at. This movie sucks. We all know it. Uh, we're just getting to the part now where we're getting to the alien warfare. Finally. Yes. We're investigating and the drone. There's a drone that has gone down outside. No one cares. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. There's no possible way that drone made that sound. It doesn't nope. matter. Again. It made a sound? Yeah. Well, the sound is what they're investigating. Oh. Yeah, no, I didn't get that at all. No, fuck right. this. And then all of a sudden, they're shooting. Yeah, and there's there's some blue explosions. Or well, first there's a blue vision mode, which we've seen earlier in the movie, which um was very reminiscent of bad predator vision. Yeah, if vision. predator was a bad movie, it would be that. Yeah. Um, and then there's blue explosion. I don't know, that's what I wrote. Which is it turns out is teleporting, which we find out right now. So it's actually they're transporting down to the planet from Unclear. Yes. And then I love how and this is one of my this favorite. Is first, so this is our first glimpse of the aliens. Right. This is our first glimpse of the aliens. This is, I think, my favorite. One of my favorite tropes in uh, any any military movie is when we start talking about following procedure in a situation that is completely foreign. You have to think the actual military is probably trained for this kind of situation where they're like, just in case something super crazy happens. Yeah. Here's what you do. Yeah. And, and so they immediately fall into the same kind of line of, all right, well, what, what do we do? We need rules of engagement. <laughs> it's like, like, what are we supposed to do with these guys? And I was like, okay, I appreciate the Navy SEAL, uh, David B. Meadows here, probably being like, hey, yeah, we got to establish rules of engagement, obviously, idiots. Yeah, clear, clearly. Right. <laughs> Um, so we got our first shot of the aliens. Uh, there's four of them and they drop down and man, are they a presence? Yeah. And like, whenever we, whenever we go into the alien vision mode, I love that the voices are hilarious. It's like all slow-mo and they just, yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah. It repeats everything that the humans say. Like, uh, when he's saying things like we need rules of engagement, it switches quick to alien vision going more need rules of engagement. Yeah, and it's like a terrible predator ripoff. So we're like 45 minutes into the movie. This is exactly halfway, right? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. This is when the alien fight starts. Yep, the aliens show up. Uh, There's four of them, uh, and they literally look like uh, leftover Power Rangers, pretty much, their costumes. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. And the initial interaction is, okay, we got the two brothers who are out front um, and they're like hiding and they see the four of them and he's talking to his little walkie-talkie. The two brothers stand in the top of the stairs and, and Chris, the LT, is just like, this is a restricted area. And they have such powerful weapons that like you come to find out, like why wouldn't they just, just rip zap them? Yeah, yeah, just zap them and just go get what you need to get and move on. Hundreds of scientists have been turned into ash piles. Like, why not a few more soldiers? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Nope. And so then we we duck inside. We run away. 
this is where we, I think we already covered in like the last episode, but this is definitely a moment where um, there's a lot of um, theories and thoughts that become facts about what's going on. Like quickly, the aliens are looking around and I think it's Thorpe or whatever, or someone, I don't know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Someone's like, oh shit, they're scanning us. <laughs> what? How do, you, how, do you, how do you know that's what they're doing? They're inside protecting the lobby now, uh, the lobby of this building from aliens, which like, how can the aliens not just blast through the doors? Uh, they can, <laughs> and they do. It just takes them a couple minutes, which is weird. Yeah, it takes them a little to figure out, you know, how things work here on, you know, in America. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly the same. And then we get in the elevator. And I hate the elevator joke. The elevator joke is my least favorite thing in this whole movie. Well, let's talk a little bit about it because, like, I think this is it lingers and we'll. Yeah, it comes up a bunch of times where they're playing this pop and elevator music. And I know we talked about elevators earlier in part one. Uh, it's back again. It hasn't, it hasn't gone anywhere, you know? Elevator music, it's 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 actually pretty, you know, moving elevator music and Jonesy's the only one who's into it. They're still trying to play this up. Yeah, and you get a good, I love Thorpe saying, I told you it was aliens. Classic smart guy thing, right? Yeah, Thorpe being an asshole the whole movie, just being an absolute know-it-all. Yeah. I told you, aliens. Did you guys not know I was reading? I was reading Socrates in the beginning of this this movie. Yeah. Did you, Clearly. See, did you not see me with the? I pulled out Homer's Odyssey earlier. Yeah. My bedtime bedtime reading. Um. All right. So whatever. Aliens are here. Everyone's saying stupid things. Stupid things are happening. Uh. Then we go back down to uh downstairs. Whatever. I just kept calling it downstairs, but down the downstairs. Yeah. We're trying yeah, to strategize now. Yeah. Downstairs. I called uh, where the bros regroup. So we get the four bros getting back together. Chris throws out a great line. I don't care if they're from Mars or Missouri. Yeah. I don't give a shit if they're from Mars, Missouri, or wherever. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And then out of nowhere, yeah, Mike becomes like the new hero steps up and just spits out a bunch of exposition and comes up with stuff that just becomes fact all of a sudden. Like they dropped a bomb and it didn't work. Uh, you're like, oh, okay. So th we're assuming now that this object is a bomb. Yeah. Sure. This is also the scene where Jonesy starts hitting on Isabella and it really bothers me. It was so weird because it was like a weird moment of, there was always a big thing between Jonesy and Thorpe about Thorpe you know, being a smarty, nerdy guy, right? This um, is when the movie really started to crawl for me. Yes. Like this, when I said Return of the King earlier, I'm talking about this part. Everything takes forever for no no apparent reason. Uh, they're like down in the lab. Everyone's yeah. talking about nothing important. It's taking forever. Yeah. Yeah, Jonesy, Jonesy's like weird. Like it was like a week. Maybe it was like a trying to break up the whole moment, but like him going and like, flirting with the doctor the researcher there isabella was like trying to prove two things one that like his his whole tactic doesn't work and then two that she has no interest in him right the fact that i pulled that much out of that is is giving them too much credit again way too much credit i have damn it because like right then we also get a bunch of lines like either way we need backup and then dude can you get a hold of the cia <laughs> that's his line dude can you get a hold of the CIA? <laughs> and then there's a, another revelation that pretty much everything that's important is in the lobby, which is back upstairs. The the key card to lock down the place, lobby. Yep. Getting all the other stuff, lobby. It's like, well, what, 
what is there anything down here that's important like what's going on yeah i guess my whole my whole hollywood pitch came from this scene because like i said earlier the 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 uh the uh, the return of the king's part this is also when we get to the arrival part mm. where this is when they're analyzing the link analyzing the language in the lab there downstairs yes. right and mm. and she gives us the ah yes it's the perfect language well, is that when she drops the folder? Did you yeah, see? yeah, yeah. Which is like the worst. It was such a weird. It was bad. She just she's like, eh, and it's so hard to explain. But I'm gonna explain how awkward. It's very Please. hard to. It's very hard to explain awkward. But I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt it right now. And Please. hopefully, by me being awkward explaining it, will you know? Yeah, this will be good for all of us. Yeah, here we go. All right, so. <laughs> The two brothers and Jonesy are out of the out of the out of the basement now, right? Yeah. Like, ah, we're going up to the la- we're going up to the to the lobby because that's where all everything that's important is in the lobby. All of the communication equipment, yeah, yeah. Communication, everything's in the lobby, right? Uh, so that leaves Thorpe, smart guy, and Isabella down in the bottom laboratory where the device is, right? Yep. And then, all right, everyone's like shifting to move up there. And then there's like this weird moment where like everyone's gone except for Thorpe and Isabella. And they're like turning to get up and walk away. And Isabella just like has this manila folder. And she, and it's so weird because like if you watch the movie, she just kind of like throws it on the floor. Yeah. But it was supposed to come off as like, oh, I knocked this off the table. Oh, that's important. I don't want you to see this. Yep. And Thorpe picks up and he's like, what is this? What's going on in here? Where is she? I don't know. It's really weird. And that's it, right? Yeah. What came out of the folder though? Oh, it was, it, what came out of the folder was that they, that they, the researchers knew more about what. Right. The perfect language. Stupid. Let's move on. Uh, and I love how like then when we go, when we were talking about the comm stuff, they're like fighting over uh, how many wires they should be connecting in the little wire box here. Like all of a sudden, like there's so much awful jargon being thrown around. Like, Ugh. oh, Mike, just, just jack into the coax. You're like, <laughs> I hate this. I hate this movie so much. Mike was like, oh, don't worry about it. Uh, it's pre Wi Fi, pre bandwidth. It's just, you know, old. Yeah. Should be a couple of easy cables. To Telephone lines. <laughs> Switcheroo, yeah. Jack into a couple of telephone lines. Jack, we'll jack into like, oh, we'll jack into everything. We'll just jack into it. Just yeah. keep jacking into it. I'm like, can stop you saying, stop jacking into it? Stop saying jacking into it. <laughs> no one's jacking into anything, Mike. All right, relax. Yeah, relax, guy. Um, um, and then, well, there was also before, just before they were like, did you catch when they're like the three of them? They're hanging out like they're they're so they're heading into the lobby and there's like these there's like two doors that open up into the lobby, and mm-hmm. it's like two door like cafeteria cafeteria doors where like there's like the narrow windows in each door with like you know the chicken wire between them and the three yeah. of them are lined up against it and they, <laughs> all three of them are just like look through the window one's like clear the other one looks through the window clear the other one looks through, clear no it's not how any of this works. Now they're hacking into communications thing. Mike's trying his best. He's not a good telephone hacker. You know, he's a bad hacker. And then this is when we we get the big reveal that one of the aliens is a she. Oh, good. The trope, the same trope plays in uh in in the actual world today of like, 
oh, the armor has uh, breasts. So it makes perfect sense. Of course, that one's a, one's a she, and they make a big deal out of it. Yeah, it was forgettable. Yeah, and the aliens spend so much time standing around. That, I think, made me the most angry out of anything in this movie. And they weren't very proactive. They were a little, you know. No, like they'd be in situations where you would expect them to attack or do something logical. And they just kind of stood there and observed, maybe because they're impervious to human weapons or something. I don't know. They weren't, though. And as we know, at the end of the movie, though, I mean, I don't know. Let's get closer to the end of the movie. Let's keep going. (laughs) Let's keep moving along. All right. So the aliens show up. They're they're terrible. They get oven mitts. They look like shitty Power Rangers. Um, Yeah. The visual effects are awful. There was a great moment where so Mike is like trying to do some hacker telephone line thing. I thought this was funny because it was so bad. It's like this is where like big action kind of happened, and like. So he's doing this and and uh, Chris, his brother and uh, Jonesy are there. Right. And they're like kind of covering his back, you know, and all of a sudden, yeah. like one of the aliens just pops inside the room. And there's like, this moment of like pause yet again of like three seconds. And then I th- it's so weird. But I think that Mike turns and just and he just tackles him and throws him on the ground. And the alien just kind of like standing there like five feet from them. And I was like, the alien just kind of like must be just being shaken in their head being like, Oh my God! You are the worst. You you guys saved the president's daughter. Yeah. Ugh. No, you the didn't. Worm. No, you yeah, didn't. Yeah. You didn't save shit. Yeah, and that's when uh, Chris gets shot in the arm, right? Ugh. Yeah. With the the radio, the radio also gets shot. Yeah, it's like the random shots. So like they're they okay? So they stumble on the floor, and then like they all get up and they're fine. They run down a hallway, and the alien shoots. Chris is running. He's got a walkie-talkie in his hand, but he's also got one. In his, that doesn't make any sense. Anyway, he's got one in his hand. An alien shoots the wall, takes this amazing shot, and just for some reason doesn't shoot and kill him, but shoots the fucking walkie-talkie out of his hand. Yeah, which dumb. And it turns out that the alien suffers greatly from shooting the walkie-talkie, um, big time. It's called a little, you know, was it radio interference? Is that what they called it? Something like that, yeah. It was stupid. So then we head back downstairs to the lab, right? Uh, so we're back in the basement, all four bros and uh, and uh, Isabella. They're trying to study the weapon, right? They're trying to study the weapon that they captured. Yes, they did get a weapon. You know, we didn't really explain how that happened, but whatever. They got a weapon from one of the aliens, Um do some teleportation shit. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't. It really doesn't matter. So they got a gun. It doesn't matter because they don't really use it, do they? No, and that's like that's when Chris says, "Oh, it's probably linked to their DNA or some lame ass shit." So frustrating. <laughs> it's so annoying. It's probably linked to their. Uh, it's probably linked to their uh, oven mitt that we don't that we don't have. We can't get it to work. Yeah. So annoying. Also fun. So they're hanging out in the basement and Chris Chris is the LT. He's a leader of the group. He's always been a leader group and there's been some animosity between him and Mike and the brother, right? The entire, you know, for a very long time. Yeah. And then I thought this was funny too. It's like Chris sitting there, he's like, Ugh. and and Isabella's like, well, how long? What do we got? And he's just like, there no, no no one's gonna look for us. No one's gonna look for us for like, I don't know, seven hours. <laughs> yeah, seven hours. I don't think I was, we can survive. I was like, that. I was like, did you, did you, did you just make up that number? Like, I have yeah. not felt very comfortable or confident in any decision you've you've made this entire movie, and you just wrote seven hours. I'm like, I don't buy it. 
not seven hours. And this is when we get the big uh, Mike exposition here where he's talking about how huge speech, how the aliens are, they're missing leadership. Yes. In what way? Like, how are they missing leadership? It seems like they know what they're doing. You guys are being dummies. And you've got Chris who is just doesn't... seemingly yeah, incompetent. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And then they then and then this is when they start talking about uh electrolocation. <laughs> like, wait a second, they're allergic to phones? Like, no, they're not allergic to phones. Uh, there is a cool one quick little thing though. Like, yeah, like so Mike does this big, big speech and he's just like because at this point I think Mike is like He's got the other two guys on his side in terms of like he he makes decisions, whatever, but they're not always not the right ones, right? And he gives this big right. speech, and then Chris he gives his brother Chris, like, hey man, we need someone who's a leader. And Chris is that guy, right? Chris just jumps up and he crosses his arms. And I was just waiting for him to be like, Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have a fucking plan. I don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> I think we're gonna fucking die. It's basically the whole movie. But yeah, then uh that's when we, we get to electrolocation, right? Yep. It's way, way smarter than this movie is. The aliens can only see electricity. Okay. All right. Easy enough, I guess. That, yeah, that's all it is. So Thorpe and Isabel get nerdy out and they're having a moment. We have Faraday suits. Yeah, and then there's a Faraday suit. Then we get Faraday suits. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, they, they just decide that like, oh, yeah, they can't see. Yeah, you need. they need to be. Yeah. Sorry. I'm annoyed already. Yes. Everything at this point is awful. But they, so they have Faraday suits so they can. Well, they get one. They get one Faraday suit. It's a test suit, right? Isn't everything. Everything's a beta, right? Am I right? Yeah. Shout out to big tech companies that want to hire us someday. You're welcome. We got you. Uh, and then we like start uh, talking about blenders. <laughs> We're like right about the point where Jonesy is, uh, they discover, you know, they're trying to create some kind of electrical diversion, right? Yes in order to distract the aliens who see electricity, they're trying yes. to pile pile all of the electronic devices in one area. So basically, uh, to make the predator, predator uh, analogy here, right? The Faraday suit is pretty much like the cold mud on Schwarzenegger and, and Predator. Exactly. And they like, oh, he can't see me. So the Faraday suit blocks like like you know so like the these aliens can't see him right uh yeah, and, it and works then about but, as good as it does in predator which is like a medium right and then the other side the flip side of it is like oh they realize like electronical devices create some type of pretty much like a heat source where that's you what they're electronical what did i say electronical yeah no keep that in that's a word come sure. on go on sorry go ahead electronic devices Nice. Uh -huh. I just started that so I can edit all that out. Electronical. <laughs> yeah, you definitely can't edit that. <laughs> no, electronical is a it's a fantastic word. Now go on. I was on a roll and you screwed me up. God oh, damn it. No. Whatever. So <laughs> they decide to take all the electronical devices. Put them in a room. All the TVs. Toasters. toasters. <laughs> For some reason, there are a lot of toasters. Pile them all up. And that's going to be your source of attracting and blenders and blenders. More importantly, and blenders. This is so annoying. A... Yeah, this this was so annoying. This pissed me off. Actually, this is actually really annoying. Great, great marketing line for this blender. More watts than a house of light bulbs. 
Okay, sure. And this we're talking about the Nutri Grinder Plus here. For everyone that doesn't know, the Nutri Grinder Plus is a top of the line blender that Sell only it. you Sell can blend it. the Sell shit it. out of stuff with the Nutri Grinder Plus. Nutri Grinder Plus, if you want to be uh, yeah. Do you like you know. muscles and men or women? You love the Nutri Grinder Plus because you want to grinder plus you want a nutri grinder plus do do we want it i think we so yeah it? we're big we nutri grinder plus people here oh, we're we definitely sure? sure i'm looking right now i'm, I'm sure than i've ever been okay. nutri grinder plus it's a blender yeah june jonesy's real hot on the nutri grinder plus that's besides the point because irritatingly obsessed with it and this was a funny this is another comic comedic moment though or like they're they're getting all this electronical yep. devices together. And he's like out of nowhere. No, no, no. You can't take the, you can't take the, the blender. And this is important because this comes back and he's like, no, no, you can't take a blender, blender, protein shakes, whatever, blah, blah. And it's like a right. comedic moment. Right. And then Chris is just kind of like staring at him. He's like, and I thought it was kind of funny. Cause he's just like, fine, <laughs> we won't use it. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty funny because it was like so dry and so stupid, and it was just like this. You're is right. So stupid. I didn't. I didn't call it out. It was. It was a weird moment when he just said, "Hey, yeah, fine. You can have the blender." Okay, man. Yeah, it you means can that have much. Sure. <laughs> uh, and then immediately we cut to Mike getting into the suit, right? The Faraday suit. Uh, and then and then so Mike's getting in the Faraday suit, but Chris, Chris's brother comes in. He's like, "No, no, man, you're not doing this." The classic, like, it's a classic. Will they? Won't they? Yeah, a classic like, no, no, man, this is dangerous. I got to do this. Yeah. Armageddon style. It was pretty. It was a pretty straightforward conversation. He's like, nah, man, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Like, right. And then they go to the elevator, do play the elevator bit again. Yet again. And like they're saying to him, he can't see you if you don't move. The aliens aren't T-Rexes. Like as far as I know, it's about electricity. Like what is electricity have to do with them yeah. moving? Well, so what, 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 um, Isabella there told Mike was once he got to like another level, there was, um, static, static electricity when he's walking yeah. around the carpet. True, but that seems from now. That's, they had, that hasn't happened yet. No. Exactly. There's no excuse for it. They're just like, oh, well, well, he can't see if you don't move. And I was like, wait a second. This is very confusing all of a sudden. And seemingly like the aliens can hear stuff because, the alien smash, smashes the speaker. Yeah. I, there's no sense of what the aliens can do or not do or right. understand. It seems like you right? can hear stuff because he smashes the speaker, but at the same time, why wouldn't he hear Mike like shouting all this stuff to Isabella? I don't know. And I didn't quite get, like, so Mike is in the Faraday suit, and he's trying to sneak through to get down to the basement to turn on the power. I kind of missed all that. I don't know why he, he was, right? right? He's, he was, he's working his way down in the basement to turn on the well, power. Because, well, because something. when they talked about the uh, electrolocation earlier, they were talking about how uh, the reason why the aliens were confused when they shot the radio was that they were overwhelmed. Their senses were overwhelmed uh, with this. They said, Oh, the power is off in the building. If we can turn the main power on back in the building, we can overwhelm their senses and classic aliens are over. Yeah. So then, so on the flip side, we got the three, the other three bros there. Um, right. The electronical was. It actually sounds like a great 80s band. 
And they set a trap. They put all the, yeah. the electronicals. All they did was turn stuff on. Their whole game. Their whole game was turn things on. So stupid. So they just had a pile of shit, and they just turned it on, which nothing was really actually really connected. I don't think it was like a bunch of TV. Like it made no sense. And then they just they hid in a little office, the three of them. And it was like this is this this is no. this is not good. Um, so yeah, so they're doing they that. Cut and back to the generator room, right? Hanging out. Cut back to the generator room, and we got Mike down there. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Even though the alien can see the outline of the guy of Mike and like the the static electricity coming off of them, this is when the whole premise of the movie kind of comes into question. Then when the you're seeing through the alien vision a very clear outline of Mike. But they're also saying that the aliens can't see you except for electricity. So, like, what's true? Is the outline that I'm seeing of the person the actual person, or am I relying on some kind of electrical signal? I don't know. Nothing makes this. I hate this movie. God, I said it a bunch. I hate this movie. <laughs> I think you 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 had your own conversation there. I don't need it. I don't need to help you. So then we get back to the trap. Uh, yes. Yeah, so the trap. So we got the three bros hanging on a little office together, which is really weird. We got a pile of, um, electronic. Yeah, everyone's just like shooting wildly into a force field. Yeah. And this was, this, this, this was weird. So the whole idea was like, Oh, they built this little stack of, of electronic to, uh, draw the other. Cause they were, they were apparently the aliens were attracted to this according to their, fucking thing whatever so they kept showing up at this point and then the bros kept shooting at them but i'm like you know your bullets don't go like you we know this your bullets don't do anything right and they said earlier like that hey we're we're down to like a third of our bullets like we're, we're running low and they and they just sat there and unloaded all their bullets on them. and i was like you guys know that they're blocking this and i understand what they're doing like no, I don't understand what they're doing at all. Trying no, to provide cover sense. or something, but yeah. And meanwhile, Mike is down finding the generator room. He gets in and is talking to Isabella, and they're talking about how three inches of steel is very confident that the aliens can't get through that somehow. <laughs> like, wait a second. This whole building, like, we're not talking three inches of steel throughout any of this? <laughs> like, why all of a sudden is this the room that they need to protect? Why all of a sudden is this the room that the aliens can't get into? It just makes me extra angry because it's not all of a sudden we're just like, oh no, that's enough steel. No, it makes no sense. Nothing makes any sense anymore. And that's when Mike starts like sorting through his keys. Remember he like opens up the cabinet when he's in the generator room and there's a thousand keys in there. Yeah. So Mike is down there trying to kick on I forget. I don't even remember why he's trying to kick on a generator. Yeah, to overwhelm to overwhelm their senses. That was the idea. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes. Sense. So in the meantime, though, back in surface level, um, Jonesy goes crazy because there is a scene where one of the aliens the neutral grinder the... plus. Yeah, it's a it's a great blender. It's a top blender, and Jonesy is going to sacrifice himself for it. Rightfully so. Is like you know what, man, you. He jumps over, runs after the guy, alien, female alien, 
and tackles her and then they just go they do they so they they run into like they're just jumping through space and time i love that scene because they teleported around everywhere uh and then culminated in teleporting into seemingly the aliens homeworld. super cool terrible graphics yes but i had a lot of fun but then there's like some like good hand-to-hand com no I say huh. good, not good. Uh, Hannah Ann comment between uh, Jonesy and one of the aliens. Yeah, and it's it, so it, bad. It's back to, it cuts back know. to Mike uh, still trying to sort through keys saying, I'm a Navy SEAL, not a janitor. And that's when he like shoots the lock open. There is uh so they, this whole situation is just like back and forth. It's a little crazy, a little stupid. And there's definitely comments of like Chris when like, him and like the during like the during this little office setting up like they're part of the trap, and he's just like, "Holy shit, I think they're draining our ammo." I'm like, "Uh, no, man, actually, you are. You guys are. You guys are. <laughs> stop, stop shooting." Yep. This isn't their plan. And like so, this much, is your plan. And right before this, they had said they they only have ten percent of their ammo left, and like they just shot hundreds of rounds. Yes. For nothing. Uh, but luckily, turning on the generator is enough to drive all the aliens crazy. And that's all it takes. Uh, there was a fun little goof. There was a shot of... Uh, no, I'm going to skip it. No, no, no wait. Tight. Tyson noticed that too. Is that when the shot of the people and they shifted right slightly? Yeah. Tyson yes. noticed that too. Yeah, yeah. And the problem is like either the camera or everything else shifted. It was just like, it was yep. so obvious. No, no, call that out. The movie sucks. So turning on the generator seemingly was enough to disrupt everyone's everything, right? Like they're like, they're all, all the aliens are freaking out because the generator got turned on. Uh, and then this is when Chris yep. gets kidnapped by the alien. Did we talk about the Jonesy alien uh, sci-fi trip? No, not really. I guess we didn't talk about that enough, but yeah, Jonesy is like, we can talk about it really quickly. Yeah. So Jonesy was like in a, in a fist fight with the female right. alien Sure. And they're like falling through the atmosphere. Uh, and then they're floating through a city. Yeah, the alien city, it turns out. We didn't know this at the time. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why they would end up there. And then the alien lady is just like punches he's him like, in the face and knocks him out. It's like, so funny. beautiful. So then Chris gets kidnapped right. by the alien. Yep, Chris, the LT, gets uh, kidnapped by the yeah. aliens. This is the, uh, the fan-made trailer that Russ and I watched. This is that scene, finally, uh, which is literally a whole 59 seconds of Chris saying, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? A bunch. I hate it. Yeah. But then it just cuts back to the lab. Yep. And that's when this is when the big reveal happens. This is when like the whole movie breaks wide open uh, when I think I think it's uh jonesy talking about when he's flying through the atmosphere with the alien uh i saw i saw a city shaped like a beach shell and they're like oh you mean like a spiral (laughs) and that's when isabella goes i never thought about reading their language like a spiral like it's the perfect language oh my god and that's when she plugs it all in everything makes sense and the object the bomb whatever it is so it starts to open the, Fib- the fibonacci sequence is what they needed to apply right. to this thing to now open it it's awful <laughs> so that's when like we go outside they're trying to communicate with the aliens we're trying to exchange hostages at this point we have the opening 
object egg thing. The Fibonacci sequence opened up the alien life pod, I believe we refer to it in a second. So they're com- trying to communicate. They're trying to trade hostages here. The aliens have right. Chris, right? Yeah, the aliens have Chris. They have the egg life pod. Uh, and that's when Mike goes up and, and talks to Chris, the hostage, and says, sup? And Chris goes, just chilling, you. And Mike says, chilling. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> I hate everything about this. And also, the so aliens bad. are kind of disgusting. This is when we get the first reveal of the life pod opens up. And we see we see the yes. alien with its like blue face, kind of fish looking. Like the aliens are gross. Yeah. Uh, and we get a nice, very astute from mike it wasn't a bomb it's a life pod (laughs) so yeah i'm glad i'm glad that they're just like redoing the same scene from the beginning of the movie uh where mike is it's the hostage situation remember when they're with all oh you're giving them (laughs) yeah no no i think this is movie 101 i think that they finally learned a lesson they tried to do something from the book and this is you're giving them a lot of credit but yeah, yeah you're right like, they are mike is in that. an opportunity again where do you kill the hostage and your buddy or and your brother or uh try and work things out like a real person but it was so bad because it's like i don't know man just hand over the body and yeah but like, mike yeah. shows personal growth and <laughs> uh doesn't kill his brother uh, and then this is where things get a little weird and the aliens start like using the force to bring Grogu's pod uh, closer to them. Um, so they do the exchange brother for brother, or brother for sure. sick alien, okay. whatever. Then we get the um, salute. Oh yeah. And then we get a moment of like, all right, so they do this, they do the handoff and then the aliens are like, they do the old you know, yep, the hand on their thing. chest. And then, and then, yep. And then Chris is just like, well, I guess we'll salute him. So yeah. And then salute. we get the Jonesy. Call yeah, me. Man. Call me. For the lady. Yeah, for lady alien. When the when the movie stopped making sense a couple scenes ago, even more than it already did, this is when we finally get the, oh, the old Irish goodbye Fibonacci sequence. And that's an actual line that somebody says when the aliens disappear. The aliens like get in their spaceship, drive away. And Jonesy, is it Jonesy, right? That delivers the line. Uh, the old Irish goodbye, yep. Fibonacci sequence. Okay, great. I'm glad Classic. we. I'm glad we all gave up at the same time. And then now, what do we do? Yeah, what are you thinking? Uh, what are you thinking next, LT? I'm thinking beer. Let's get Copy a beer. that. Holy <laughs> shit! Like so many scientists died. Like, why aren't we talking about the hundreds of dead scientists? Everything's just fine. Then we go back to HQ. And this is where, dear listener, I'm so sorry that we've jumped around so much recently, but the movie jumps around this much, honestly. And we're about to end the episode because we get back to HQ. It's at, we're at, no, HQ is Pentagon. Right. We're at the Pentagon. And they're like just discussing how they get their stories straight. This is what, Thorpe and Chris? Yeah. No, 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 Hold on. So yeah, but it's it's Mike and it's Mike and Chris. The brother. When did Mike the brothers? And Mike has got a. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's years later. It's not years later. It's like 
It seems like it's hours later. No, it's like two months later. It's like a month. It's a month later. But yeah, Mike has like a full beard where he didn't have a full beard the entire time this whole thing was going on. Whatever, it doesn't matter. So they're at the Pentagon, the two of them, and like they're, I hate to use the word literally, they are literally sitting in like the waiting room to go meet with their upper, you know, someone who's to tell them right. that they're right or wrong. And they're now confirming yeah, their crazy. story. This pissed me off because, like, dude, could you guys not have had this conversation before? Like, have a plan. Yeah. And, like, the whole time Chris is, like, sitting there fidgeting with, like, a little object from a piece of the pot. Like, does he have a cool alien rock now forever? That's what I didn't, yeah, I didn't know what that that was. That's what it seems like it's supposed to be. But also, it doesn't seem like the pod was the kind of thing that you could break up into little pieces. Yeah, it doesn't also seems like things you wouldn't want, you know. Well, they're hoping for all of this is stupid. And then at the end, at the end, their commanding officer, uh, seemingly, walks in, sits down behind his desk. Yeah. It's a CIA guy. And he looks at him, and then credits roll. I'm so upset. I was furious. Angry. Ugh, I hate this movie. What does it even fucking <laughs> no. mean? What does anything mean? I hope all of you are as upset as we are. Uh, this is how we're ending this episode. I don't, I don't want to end on anything better. This is it. Yeah. Uh, so we're done. Come at me. Uh, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> it's this meets that. Uh, Twitter, ITMT pod. Oh, man, you're so drained of life right now. You didn't even want to tell. I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah, finish it. Angry. Should I just do, you want me no, to do finish the, whole the thing end here? Yeah. If you're feeling old fashioned, I believe is how you usually start it. Well, that's how, I mean, did you yep. get your part done? <laughs> Where were you? Where yeah. the fuck well, were you? you? Know, <laughs> I don't know. I was in an angry mode. <laughs> or if you feel an old fashioned, send us an email at it's this meets that at gmail.com. As always, uh, you can find all our episodes at it's this meets that.com. Thank you for listening. Till next time. You.